0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for The Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our off the carousel series where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the division one ranks There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel.
2: All right, Jeff Goodman from Field of 68 here with John Shire off the carousel. We're doing it in person. In person. It wasn't that, supposed to be in person. I know. You're a tough guy to get a hold of. I had to come all the way to Duke just to be able to get you because you're, you're in such high demand. And I'm underdressed, by the way. If I had known, you were going to up. Well, I'm going up. to the yeah. Canes game. Listen, I actually <laughs> did not come down to interview you in person. I yeah, came for the Hurricanes right. game and my that's daughter. Right. But I uh, killed two birds with one stone. And yeah. uh, it's still... It still hits me, I, I got to say, when I see you and think like you're the Duke head coach now, because I just go back to, like, May of 2005. That's right. When I think you called me and said, I'm committing to Duke. Yeah. I think well, you let me break yeah, the
3: story. I even go beyond that. I remember uh, being at Peace Jam one year and yeah. talking with you and one and of my close friends, Julian Wright, and we were just... You know, talking about where we look, thinking about schools and we were both looking at a bunch of different places, but uh, it's amazing where kind of life can take you and just the, the decisions you make at 16 or 17, how that impacts you going forward has been uh, pretty crazy for me to see firsthand. Julian was way more quotable than you. <laughs> he was, he still he is. was quotable. No, he still is, right? by the way. Julian is still more, more quotable. Are you,
2: than gonna, you, you actually were very quotable. Are you going to change now being the Duque <laughs> coach? Are you going you gonna to button it up? No, I'm going to be me. Um, be whatever you. that means. If I was quotable or not quotable, I'm just going to be me. And uh, you've got to deal with that. It is, and I say this as trying to be an objective media person, it is very cool. To watch your career again at the, yeah. I mean, I've seen it from pretty much the very beginning and, and watch everything. And I know it hasn't been easy for you. I mean, again, I think a lot of people sure. feel like course, this no. road's <laughs> been easy, right? right. You're thirty, th- what are you, 34. you, thirty four now? 34. 34. Yeah, 34. old thirty four, <laughs> yeah. and, and you're going to be the head. You are the head coach at Duke now, um, but it wasn't easy because you had aspirations. If it was up to you, you'd still be playing in the NBA right now. Yeah,
3: I always had aspirations to to, uh, to coach. But I thought I would get into coaching at age 35 after playing 12, 13 years in the NBA. And, you know, for me, it was uh, one of the hardest setbacks I've had was the injury when I left Duke and I was playing for the Miami Heat in Summer League. And, you know, I, I don't, I'm not one of those people where I think everything happens for a reason, but I think certain things do. And that really changed the course of my professional career, the experience I had from different places playing all over. and in Spain and EuroLeague and in Israel, made me a, uh, a more complete player, but also better perspective of being a coach. So I'm, you know, I've gone through ups and downs, even my time here at Duke. You know, we, I'm one of the few people who, who their last game was winning. You know, I was able to win my last game as a player, winning a national championship, but we went through a lot of ups and downs throughout my time to get here. And you know, losing the first round, losing the second round, uh, losing the Sweet 16, uh, I think it makes you tougher. It makes you appreciate what you have or what you don't have, and uh, you know, thankful to have this opportunity. But also, I know that uh, you know we have a great chance to uh, really ride this momentum out and uh, build this thing going forward. All right, take me
2: back to the day, less than a year ago, that Coach K told you you were going to be well, the head coach. I, I, you. What, I, I, what was it like? <laughs> well, I think that's a
3: that's also a misconception of. I remember I was on uh, my second Zoom call with Nina King and Kevin White, who was still our athletic director at the time. Well, Nina was, by that time she had known, but Kevin was still the acting athletic director. And Nina called me and uh, told me the news that we're selecting you be the next men's basketball coach for, for Duke. and. Uh, it's so one of the few times, if you talk about quotable, I, I didn't say anything. There's no quote. <laughs> what well, well, can you say? Yeah, at that that was point, no, right? There was nothing to say. Yeah. And uh, you know, I just remember uh, the first thing I thought was telling my wife. Yeah. And she was upstairs with our kids. And I ran upstairs and I, I told her, we got it. You know, we got it. And she's like, got what? Got what? I said, it. We got it. Yeah. And uh, it's a special moment I'll never forget. And then I FaceTime my family. And. Uh, and uh, had you know, I have some screenshots of the their faces okay. when I told them the news, and uh, and so I'll never forget that. All right,
2: so Kay, what what was that part yeah. like? So yeah. so she told you before you talked to Kay?
3: Yeah, she told me. Yeah, she told me. I told my wife. I told my family. Did you
2: know it was coming?
3: I knew that a decision was coming yep. near. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that. I was getting it. I didn't know if, you know, she, she thought my second Zoom interview sucked. <laughs> did you flop you know, it? I didn't, right. I didn't know what to think. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, I felt, you know, I, I did feel after that that there was nothing more I could do. It was either, you know, uh, meant to be or it wasn't. I, I had the experience of going through other searches that spring, which I think really helped prepare me for this opportunity. Uh, and I, I had the feeling of knowing, feeling it was going one way, but then it went another, and so uh, after I talked to my family, after I had talked with my wife, uh, called coach, and uh, we had a we had a great talk, and uh, anyway, there was a special moment for for us. Tears, when you heard it, like tears of joy. I you mean, know, there
2: had to be emotion pouring out of
3: you. No. Th- yeah, there was a there was emotion that night for sure. I think in that moment it wasn't. Uh, I'm sure there probably was. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, <laughs> it's it's a blur? one of those things. You know, exactly. It's a blur. You don't remember it step by yeah. step. It's uh, you. I, if you would have to ask my wife and my family yeah. more how I acted than yeah. what I could tell you. We, how we needed acted. video of your
2: reaction. <laughs> we did. We did. I wish. I actually wish we yeah. had that. Uh, everybody always says you don't want to follow a legend. You're not just following a legend. You're following the legend. Yeah. How do you come to grips with that? I mean, again, every so you want to be the next guy. You don't want to be the guy. You want to be the next guy. Yeah, I said it myself at the press
3: conference. I've known for a long time. I mean, I think who's going to be the next coach at Duke has been part of conversations for a lot of people for some time. Yes. And including myself, when people have asked me. and I think I've asked you. Yeah, and I've never you. myself. the answer was <laughs> never you. By you or me. <laughs> right. And that's right. that's how it goes sometimes. And I think... A lot in our landscape has changed the last couple of years. I think uh, I've come to find a lot of this is about the right moment and then opportunity. And then you got to be ready for that opportunity. And so for me, it was less about who you're following and the way the succession has been set up. I think it's set up to succeed in a big way. Uh, You know, coach was, uh, you know, people know, make comments that he wanted a farewell tour and things like that. He, he, his, part of his legacy is how he's put our, put our pro- program in a position to succeed. And I think that's a mark of a great leader, a great coach, and it's obviously up to us to make sure uh, we continue to, to build this thing in a different way going forward. Uh, but I, I really credit him and then our president, our athletic director for having uh, the vision, knowing like if this happened now, with our roster, basically with losing, you know, everybody. almost everybody. Almost everybody. We have, you know, yep. a couple of key yep. guys coming back, yep. but we're losing a lot. To think you can recruit a team through the portal, or that's yep. going to be as competitive as the team I think we'll have with our recruiting class coming in, along with our returning players and a couple of key guys through the transfer portal. Uh, there's no way, and that's uh, that. That was an important decision.
2: So that helped you a ton going out on the re- recruiting trail a year ago. I mean, he was involved. He wasn't out, Coach no, K, no, but he was certainly right. involved. If you needed somebody to kind of <laughs> help you a little bit, get a guy, he, he was involved
3: when you needed him to be? You know, I never asked him to do one thing. I think things happen organically, of course, and, you know, Coach K, who doesn't want to meet Coach or right. get right. his perspective? Right. But I think it's really important for our families, for our You know, future players to understand my vision and to build our relationship. And if they didn't feel that or if they didn't believe in what I was saying, then don't come. But if you do, what an amazing opportunity. You know, for our our players on this past year's team, you don't get a chance to be, be a part of Coach K's last season. That's a special thing to be a part of. When have you had the opportunity to be a part of the first season in the transition of such a special program like Duke? So I phrased it as a challenge and as an opportunity so uh the our current guys we've got really i think we're excited by that uh we are very uh we didn't play it safe like it would have been easy to recruit you know in bulk or just get some players because we need it we need some players yeah. we, but uh for us we went after the guys we really felt like belonged to duke in every way and uh proud of this group
2: we have coming in i mean you've killed it on the recruiting trail killed it like better than i think probably even you could have imagined in in the the first two classes already that you've you've put together um with that comes expectations sure i mean always going to be expectations i think those yeah i think those expectations
3: would have been there regardless but absolutely but but almost at a different level
2: now what you've proven you can recruit what do you what concerns do you have or anything? What do, you, what do you still need to prove from a coaching standpoint? Because that's the thing that everybody's going to wonder now is, OK, he's got all this talent. Now it's young talent. That's sure. the hard part these sure. days. You look at all the teams that have won national titles. We know they're not young. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll flip it on you, though. To, to say that it can't happen with a young team, I think is also
3: you'd be mistaken. Because you look at, I mean, look, we did in 2015. Now. We had some veterans on that team as well. Uh, you know, we had, I've been a part of some special teams that are a player or two away. You know, Zion Williamson has been on camp. Zion's year, we're a play away from beating Michigan State and going to a, to a Final Four. I'll never forget the game in uh, 2017-18 with you know, Grayson Allen, Gary Trent, Marvin Bagley, Wendell Carter, where uh, with that game, we're up by three with 30 seconds left and Kansas hits a three to tie it. It's a small margin of error. We put ourselves, and then this past year's team, we're we're, we're obviously right there with a the chance to win the whole thing. So for us, the expectations are one thing. Uh, I know as soon as you know we have a setback or we lose a game or you know not going to be perfect. I don't, I don't expect anybody in in our program to be perfect. It's going to be some wrong decision or he's not ready. All those things, and I wouldn't have taken the job if I wasn't prepared for that. That's it's what it's all about. I have complete belief in in our staff and our and our players. And you know, the teams we were talking about a little bit before, you know, we went on camera, but the the who you are in November is right. totally different from who you are in February, and March, especially for the teams that we've had because of how young we've been. So I think it's really important you, you got to block out the noise. Full steam ahead. You can't worry about what Jeff Goodman's tweeting or you know, Talia Goodman's tweeting. You can't worry about that. You got to go full steam ahead and uh, control what you can control.
2: So I, I know one of the pieces of advice that Coach K gave you was just be you, right? Right, Be you, don't change, and you're not gonna change who you are and, and, and kind of what you've done over the years. What will you do differently in this program maybe than it's been done for a long time? Because there's been one guy who's coached <laughs> here for so long yeah. and he's been very adaptable. Like I've always given him a ton of credit for that. As he, right. he, as he got older, He's still found a way to adapt and connect with the players. What will you do different as the head coach than, than he's done?
3: Well, it's funny. I, I think there's there's two major things we're going through right now as a program. And one is understanding the impact of not having Coach K as our head coach. So there's uh, naturally, just by that, we have to do things differently. And so there's... Uh, there's a lot of ways I can break that down, but I think just that just that understanding for everybody in our program, right? I think we all understand that. But two, it's it's a different time in college basketball. You know, we're we're faced with uh, decisions, opportunities, setbacks that, really Coach K has never had to think about. He got and, and He got out at the right time. No, Forty-seven years, yeah. and look, and and a lot of it you can say he got out at the right yeah. time, which I think a lot of people feel. For me, I'm as excited as anybody to, to be going into this next era. I think you it's have Because you're
2: 34. Well, that's
3: that's what I think it's an advantage in but a lot of respects. I do too. And so for me, I, I look at that as an opportunity. Yeah. So yeah. there's going to be things that are different, simply because he's not here as the head coach, but also because it's a different era and a different time. So uh, you'll have to be the judge of that. I'm not going to proclaim
2: exactly what's going to be different. I think that will happen naturally. NIL, the transfer portal, you, you alluded to it. It's its a change in quickly. Yeah. It's really changed quickly. Um, where do you stand as a former player who could have made a lot of money off name, image, likeness, and now being an assistant, going into being a head coach, and dealing with trying to figure this whole thing out with collectives and the NCAA trying to wrap their arms around it and you guys trying to figure out what you can do, what you can't do. How, how difficult is it right now? Well, it's...
3: You, you you mentioned it with coach K throughout his time uh, to think you can just have a plan in place and it's going to stay that way you need to be you need to be able to adapt i think that's that's the most important thing you need to be able to adapt to what's happening what's going to happen uh, but i think it's you know it starts for us in identifying the right players and the right people i think no matter what we feel like the right kids will want to come to duke now there are certain the fact that they can have an opportunity to profit off their name, image, and likeness is, is is great. I think that's amazing. I think it's you know it's funny for me as a player. I never thought about that. And it just shows you, okay. even though it's so recent, what a different time and how far we've come. And, of course, I would have loved that opportunity. My teammates would have loved that opportunity. So we'll do everything we can to be uh, agile, adaptable, but also put them in an amazing position to succeed beyond... Just you know the basketball court, uh, and also to look. There's, <laughs> there are a lot of things that come with being you know a professional basketball player or playing playing basketball at a high level in college. Going to a place like Duke and being part of this for the rest of your life, I don't like that it gets minimized at times, and there's still an incredible amount of value in that. So I think it's important to have complete perspective. Put our guys in amazing positions, uh, which we're in the process of doing, uh, and then uh, having a plan to move forward. The brotherhood—it's real. Yeah. It it's is real. I know.
2: I know. It is. I know. I kind of joke about it. But it's <laughs> it's you saw us up in Boston coming as you know, see a, co- a few of our guys there. No doubt. The yeah. whole you came, you know, four or five men deep. Yeah. Including K. It's like you know. know, it's like no, a it's mafia. Got like to get him the out. Duke mafia yeah. coming into the garden, <laughs> right? Um, so the office, give me give me the latest in the office here. This is, I mean, we're here. This is not your, no. office. Well, your office. No, I don't have an office
3: right now. What I'm do you mean you don't have a, an a, office? I'm a
2: nomad right now. We don't,
3: we're <laughs> doing some reconstruction here. And for the moment, I'm just, these guys will see me walking the halls, just you know, walking around. So that, I'm uh, still waiting for an office. Are they building you a brand new estate? they <laughs> <laughs> It is, you'll, when, when you come back, you can see it. It's, it's, I would not call it an estate, but okay. it's it's gonna be a very nice office
2: that I'm looking for. You won't now. have your own floor. No, I will not have you will my own floor. Will not have your own floor. <laughs> I will not. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. I, I appreciate you taking some time. I know your wife is is due soon. She is. So what I don't want to do is over uh, extend yeah, my she bounds could be here. If she's calling now, if she's calling now, you, listen. You got to get out. This is <laughs> exactly. number three. Number three. What have you learned from one and two? Uh, You're good at changing a diaper. I've I'm
3: great at that. Uh, <laughs> And I think, one, I, you know, I've noticed from, for me they're both, they're different, yeah. you know, and yeah. that's something you, you learn to realize what the other one, their, their passions, what they like, what, what they dislike, yes. you, you learn yes. all of it. Uh, but I think the most important thing for me is just to be present. You know, we got a lot going on, there's a lot going on in the world. I uh, just want am with them to be present, to be in the moment, because I can't believe my daughter's four already. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, I know your daughter, you, can't, you probably can't believe that, it's, you're Man, <laughs> it's tough going it's to college. It's tough. It is. Yeah. So and, and
2: and I've said this. Like I've said this to, to anybody. Like I made mistakes when I was younger probably not prioritizing my daughter as much as as I should have, and I'm not screwing it up now. That's right. I'll tell you that much. That's right. So I, I think yeah. you've got a pretty good take on that. And I know. Listen, I've known your parents for a long yeah. time, and uh, obviously they did a pretty good job with you. So I'm sure you did yeah. a good job with your three kids. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, All you right. guys enjoy that game and. You know, thanks a lot. You got it, man. Great team.